Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Super Soldiers, Eternal Life and Instant Healing. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, I'm about to, I'm about to shock you with some information. There is so many things coming. I mean, our life has already changed a whole lot in the last 18 months. Everybody will agree to that. But I think the next 18 months are going to change it even more so. So, first topic, super soldiers. You have to understand, yes, that's our objective, is having super soldiers. See, the devil actually believes at Armageddon that he is going to win. (laughs) And even if he knows he's not, he's going to tell everybody he's going to win. He's going to do everything he can to get people to fight because he believes he can actually beat Jesus. So, hence, he's trying to get super soldiers. But it's more than that. He's also trying to change people, DNA-wise, so that they will lose their salvation. So here we go. First of all, the scriptures. Then I'll show you the shocking information. Revelation 9, 6. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it. And shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Now, I talked about this the other day. This is the time when a big crack comes in the earth, smoke comes out, and then locusts come out, and they sting people like a scorpion for five months. And people actually want to die. Then Joel 2 says, Neither shall one thrust another, they shall walk one another in his path, and when they fall on a sword, they shall not be wounded. So either there's some kind of a coating, they fall on a sword and it won't penetrate it, or the sword goes in, they pull it out, and they heal. I believe it's sword goes in, they pull it out, and they heal. They can't die. <laughs> now, I know that sounds like, oh, well, that sounds somewhat, it doesn't sound wonderful to me. I want to get out of this mud body and into my glorified body. I want to get out of this world of sin and into a world where heaven on earth, uh, when his will on in heaven is done on earth. Chaplain Lindsey Williams, this is important, Served as a missionary in the Trans-Alaska Pipeline back in 1973 for three years. And he was invited to become part of the elite. Now, he didn't understand what that meant. He thought that they were just inviting him in. They said, you can set into our board meetings. We see that you've been a real help with the people out there. And we'd like for you to be kind of a liaison between management and the line uh, workers out there. Try to keep down the problems. He didn't understand that he had actually been invited to become part of the elite. But that's exactly what happened. For three years, he got to sit in the board meetings, and he said, I'll assure you, there are people in this world far above president. And he says, I met some of them. For three years, I sat in their board board meetings, and I saw their power and their authority. So he was told that the elite have certain plans. And they would tell him these plans. And he said, you have to understand that the elite consider themselves to be good sportsmen. And so they feel it's feel obligated that they should tell the poor uninformed masses about what they're going to do. But they don't tell them directly. They tell them in a movie and they make it portrayed as it's just science fiction or it's just foolishness or rubbish. But in actuality, they're really telling them some of their secrets. For example... How many movies have you seen on a time machine? Oh, but uh, it's not real. Oh, yes, it is real. How many movies have you seen about cloning? Well, oh, it's it's just fiction. It's just just a movie. No, no, it's real. And that's the way they tell us. 
And they tell us about these movies, music, television, and news reports. They tell us their plans or the truth, but they tell it in such a way to where most people wouldn't believe it. But if you'll look at what they're saying, I'll say, me to, say it again. If you'll look at what they're saying, just look at what they're saying in the movie and believe it instead of washing it off as just rubbish. Uh, maybe we can begin to understand who they are, the technology they have, and where they plan to go. Now, with that in mind, let's go to movies. Let's look at what they're saying. This is a brand new movie. had not come out yet. It's about to come out, and it's called The Eternals. Now, these Eternals are ancient aliens. <laughs> look at what they're saying. Ancient aliens who've been living on the earth in secret for thousands of years. They actually just told us the truth. See, because in Revelation it says, And who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals there? No one in heaven nor on the earth, neither under the earth, is able to open the book, neither look thereon. So it's telling us, yes, there are beings that live under the earth. Who are they? The Eternals. There are some beings that have a different DNA than us. Apparently, they did not ever inherit the gene like Adam inherited, and they live forever. That's what it's saying. It says, follow the events of the Avengers endgame. An unexpected tragedy forces them out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Christians. Oh, oh, that's not what it said, but that's what it meant. It's saying that people that have lived on the earth, that are not 100% human, now whatever percentage they are, maybe they're not any percentage human, are about to come out and they're about to wage war with people that are against them. And who would that be? Okay, who's going to be against the demons? They're not. Demons don't wage war with the demons. Demons wage war with the Christians. So what this is saying is they're going to wage war with the Christians. Well, that is exactly what prophecy says in the Bible. Let's go on. Here's another one. Iron Man 3. At a New Year's Eve party in 1999, Tony Stark meets scientist Maya Henson, the inventor of an experimental regenerative, just look at what they're saying, regenerative treatment named Extremis that allows recovery from crippled injuries. Now, if you watch the movie, people have arms gone, grow back. People have ears gone, grow back. Legs, grow back. In other words, they're saying they have this kind of technology. It's not just faction, uh, fiction. It, it, it's, it's, well, maybe it is. It's faction, okay? The Bible warns us about this. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Joel 2.1. Sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Now, this is when Armageddon is about to, to take place. Jesus, at this point, is about to return on a white horse with us in tow, with two other angels who have the sharp sickles, and also the armies in heaven. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in the holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the earth tremble. The day of the Lord, which is one day, one evening and one morning, less than 24 hours. For it is a night at hand, a day of darkness and gloominess. See, a lot of the pre-trivers misunderstand. They've been taught, oh, well, when Jesus returns, it's going to be a nice sunny day. We'll be walking down the street one day in the merry, merry month of May. Jesus returns in the clouds and sucks us off the earth, and we don't have to go through any testing. Wrong. What does the Bible say? The Bible says it's a day of darkness and gloominess. Why is that? Because if you go back to Revelation 6, excuse me, Revelation 1, it says, and before the earth was even formed, there was darkness 
and the earth was void and without form. So the first thing is darkness, meaning darkness is eternity. That's describing Jesus returning in eternity. And that's the reason Revelation 6.12 says the heaven rolls back like a scroll because as eternity or darkness or gloominess comes in, it rolls back time. It rolls back this world, you see. So that's what it's talking about. A day of gloominess and uh, uh, darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, in other words, as you see the morning, as the sun comes up and you see the sun move across the mountains, it's saying that's the way the heavens roll back like a scroll, you see. And morning spread upon the mountains, a great people, strong. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about super soldiers that the devil is now in process. I don't think he's finished. Now in process of making. A great people, strong. There's never been the like. Neither shall there be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Now, this is the technology they have. A fire devours before them. Behind them, a flame burns. The land is as the Garden of Eden before them. Behind them is a desolate wilderness, some kind of like a laser weapon, okay? Probably from space. Nothing shall escape them. See, the devil believes he can use all of his high technology, all of his super soldiers to defeat Jesus on the day of Armageddon. <laughs> The day of the Lord. Uh, sorry, sorry. We already read the end of the Bible. We know Jesus wins. But this guy refuses to give up. This is what he's trying to do. He tells the appearance. Now, look at, look at, look at this closely. Look at two words here. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses. Okay. All right. We got that. We know what a horse looks like. And as horsemen. So shall they run. Now, is that saying that's a man on a horse? Or is it saying a horse man? Just like it says. Look at what it says. It says it's a horse man. Did you know that they've already been experimenting with inserting human DNA into the cells of lambs? <laughs> That's what they've told us. But trust me, it's a whole lot deeper and a whole lot further advanced than that. We'll talk about that in a second. Down in the underground secret laboratories. Joel 2.5, like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains, they shall leap. In other words, this is the sound of what these people, these super soldiers, sound like. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth a stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. Before the face, the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. I believe that's because Isaiah 30 verse 26, sun gets seven times hotter. And so as a result, this Whatever ray it is comes down in all skin on earth, turns black. That's what it says. I didn't write this stuff. That's what it says. All faces turn black. So it turns all of the human skin on earth black. They shall run like mighty men, super soldiers. They shall climb the wall like men of war. Again, super soldiers. And they shall march everyone on his ways. In other words, they don't disobey. They are doing what they are told to do, what they're programmed to do. And they follow through to the death. Like men of war, they shall march everyone his own ways, and they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk everyone in his own path. Here it is, here it is, here it is. And when they fall upon a sword, they shall not be wounded. Why? i tell you why. Because they don't have two-strand DNA. They have devil DNA. Well, I don't know exactly whether it's two-strand or three-strand or 15-strand. I don't know exactly what it is, but they aren't exactly 100% human. That's the point. Now, they shall run to and fro in the city, super soldiers. 
They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb upon the houses, probably upon a house with a single bound. Amazing ability to run for perhaps miles, perhaps hours without getting tired. Super soldiers. They shall enter into the windows like a thief. The earth shall shake before them. This is the timestamp. This is telling us this is the day of the Lord. When Jesus arises to shake the earth terribly, when every mountain falls, every valley fills in, the crooked places are made straight, the rough places are made smooth. This takes place from 10 days from the Feast of Trumpets to the Feast of Atonement. 10 days the earth shakes. Every mountain falls, every valley fills in, there's no more sea, the earth turns into a nice round smooth ball, and that's when he makes a new heaven and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. The earth shall shake before them, and the heavens shall tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall with... I'm getting to the good stuff here in just a second. It's just background. Stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice from his army, that's him returning. For his camp is very great, for his strong that executed his word. For the day of the Lord, that's the day Jesus returns, at the very end, to the Mount of Olives, and very terrible, and who can abide it? In other words, who can stand? Remember Luke twenty one thirty six says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. See, the key there is to stand. When the morning star hits, it goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. It burns all of the terrors. They fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones, faster than the blink of an eye. And as that glory, that morning star hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water. And in an instant, all of this happens in the blink of an eye, at the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. And we get all of our, 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 our mantles, our crowns, our rewards, everything, everything. My reward is with me, Jesus said. So when it says, the Lord is great, very terrible, terrible and who should be able to abide it? Those are the ones that are left standing after the burning. After the test, watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape these things and to stand before the Son of Man. It's not saying you get to escape all this. It's saying pray that you get to escape the burning, which is the test, which is the judgment, and you're still standing after the burning. That's what it's saying. Daniel 2.43 says that they will mingle themselves with the seed of men. I'm about to show you an article that says that within the anti-V, you understand I can't exactly say it, because the V came on us in like March of 2020, uh, excuse me, 2019, and then the anti-V came on us uh, three or four months later. Well, this is saying that they're going to somehow mingle them with their seed. This is something that's not human. The sons of God that came down and made of the daughters of men will mingle their seed with the seed of men. Well, how do you do that? Well, maybe it's a... An injection, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Let's go on. I think it was about, see, Prophecy Club started in 93, and it was about 94. I believe we were still on one radio station in Topeka, Kansas. We might have already expanded up to Kansas City at the time. And, and in those days, it was just me. You know, I made a radio program, and I answered the phone and opened all the mail. I did everything. Well, one day this phone call came in. I'd been playing on the, the radio about these uh, aliens and UFOs and stuff like that. And uh, this phone call came in, and this guy says, okay. He says, what do you want to know? He says, now, I'm not going to tell you anything, but if you ask questions, I will answer your questions. 
say, I used to be real high up in the government. And he says, and I had this laser pointer. And he said, it runs on two pin light batteries. He said, but it will blow your eyes out. Permanent blindness. And he said, they know I have it and they don't mess with me. So I'll answer your questions. I said, okay, Area 51. Yeah, I've been all through it, he says. I said, they got aliens there? He said, yes, some dead, some alive. I said, they got anti-gravity flying devices? He said, yeah, some our government has made and some from other worlds. Then he said, see, you don't understand or you don't know anything unless it's at least 25 years old. He said, the underground laboratories have unlimited funding. They have the very best minds on the planet. And he said there at this time, this is 1994, yeah, 1994. He said there at this time, approximately 25 years ahead of the best laboratories on the surface. Now, if you project that forward, probably they're in the ballpark of like 50, 60, 75 years ahead of where we are today. So these things that they're putting in movies and news and things like that, <laughs> that is the sportsman way of telling us what they're doing. So anyway, let me finish the conversation. So he says, uh, you don't know anything unless it's at least 25 years old. He says, with him, there is no such thing as leaks. He said, you leak, you're dead. He says, so I'm not going to answer anything. I won't tell you anything, but I'll answer your questions. I said, okay, well, let's go to the bottom of the barrel. I said, what's the deepest, darkest secret they have? What's the thing that they're working on that they do not want to know more than, or they don't want to escape more than anything? Maybe we should stop it right here. Or maybe you'd like to know. <laughs> he said, life. He said, they're working on creation. They want to create life. Okay, now, hang on. What does that mean? See, we think in our Western Gentile mind, in our human mind, we think, oh, he will want to make a human. No, 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 no. It's more than that. Because what they want to do is make the Antichrist. See, Jesus, genetically speaking now, and I've got a slide on it, so I'll probably skip that, but genetically speaking, now think about it. What was Jesus genetically? Ron Wyatt said when he found the Jesus blood on the Ark of the Covenant, he said it had it reconstituted, which is where they add saline water to it and swirl it around like that for 24 hours. And he said, then they looked at it. He said, the somatids were still alive, even though it's some 2,000 years old, the blood was still alive. Then they looked at the blood. He said, this blood is different than any human on earth. And I asked him, I said, how could it be different? Well, so here's the way normal human blood works. It has 23 chromosomes, and then it has an X or a Y for mom or dad to make male or female, right? This blood only had one set of chromosomes. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was the other side. Now, since the devil can't come up with anything new, all he does is take what Jesus does, what God does, and then does it to the reverse. So if you apply that rule, that would mean that the devil would be what? As Jesus was half Mary, or half man, and half God, so when it says he's the son of man, it's saying it correct. When it says he's the son of God, you're saying that correct, too, because Jesus was half man, half God. So what would the Antichrist be? Well, the Antichrist would be half alien or half Lucifer and what? Half man. 
Why is it that there are some 70, I believe the number is 70,000 people that have claimed to have been abducted? Okay, Bible says a mouth of two or three witnesses let a thing be established. So what do you do with 70,000 people that all say pretty much the same thing? I've been abducted and here's what they did. And when they're abducted, it's almost always saying that they're doing some kind of sexual experiment, some kind of genetics. They take the, the sperm from the men. They take the ovums from the women. One lady put in a video, which someone sent me a long time ago, said that uh, she was abducted. They told her they were taking her ovums. Then she was re-abducted, and they told her that they uh, were mixing them, and they said, would you like to see your baby? She says, that was not my baby. She says, but I got to hold it. They said, well, this is part you and part us. <laughs> she said, but it, it wasn't my baby. In other words, it wasn't really human. And, of course, we've heard about the black-eyed children, which, anyway, the, the, the point is this. Probably, when it says they mingle with their seed, the seed of men, these aliens come down and they abduct people. They do these sexual experiments uh, with genes and with, with reproduction. Probably, probably what they're trying to do is create a body for the Antichrist. Because right now the Antichrist is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. That's the spirit of him. But when he comes out of that bottomless pit, he'll need a body. My guess is that probably that's what they're working on. That's what they want. So when it says they want to create life, they want to create a body for the Antichrist to come in. Does that make sense? Okay. So the Antichrist would be half Lucifer, half human. See, we've got to have him look human so that people will accept him. But he's got to be half Lucifer because he sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's the whole point of what Lucifer wants. He wants to sit on the Ark of the Covenant, and he wants to proclaim himself God. Of course, then the image of the beast says everybody got to worship him. The false prophet says, yep, that's the man God. That's the plan. That's where they're really, really going here. Okay, now let's go to anti-V and a DNA change. This is actually coming to us from Forbes. The headline was, yes, the anti-V changes your DNA. I can't say that word, of course. It says, yes, the anti-V changes your DNA a tiny bit, and that's a good thing. This is coming to us from Forbes. So if Forbes is openly admitting that the anti-V changes your DNA, that's just another reason I'm not going to get it. He goes on to say, Forbes magazine has established an opinion piece which admits the anti-V changes your DNA. It says almost all the people presently in hospital from it are fully injected. <laughs> if the mRNA shots they call the anti-V actually work, this wouldn't be happening. Now, this is coming to us from HalTurnRadioShow.com. In the area of DNA, what mankind is doing to DNA right now is, in its arrogance and ignorance, is akin to witchcraft, sorcery. While they arrogantly think they know what they're doing, what they may actually be achieving could very well be a horror. Well, we agree. Then this comes to us from Zero Hedge. Headline, U.S. Army developing first, world's first universal anti-V as original jabs await final approval. It says the U.S., now this is different than the pharmaceutical companies, the U.S. is already working, already working on giving the, look at this, look, I didn't write it, okay? 
These are other people confirming what we're saying. The super soldiers of tomorrow, they are openly admitting they're making super soldiers. The U.S. is already working on giving the super soldiers of tomorrow a leg up by developing a universal anti-V that will supposedly be effective against all future variants. The U.S. Army is, look at this carefully, wrapping up early clinical trials of the new anti-V in the coming weeks. And they say it may stimulate immunity. Read it again. It may stimulate immunity in such a way as to give significantly broader protection. And if those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, death shall flee from them, and they shall fall on a sword and not be wounded, is that where we're going? Well, that's what the scriptures say. Now let's go to medbeds. Now, I need to give a clarification here. It says medbeds, but he goes on to say he's actually talking about celestial chambers. I don't exactly understand the difference, but the point is going to be the same. This is, uh, to get the correct here, correct person, Jared Rand and Mark Z, and this is heavily, heavily edited, trying to get all the stumbles and things like that out of it so I can read on, on radio. But it goes on to say, we don't have the prototype built yet. We have a celestial chamber. The celestial chamber, look at these words, re-atomizes the human body from head to toe, inside and out, in three minutes. What is re-atomizing? Is that changing our DNA? Well, you know, when I first heard about these med beds, I, I, frankly, I was excited. I thought, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to fix some things in my body. I don't want to live forever. I want to live forever with Jesus. I don't want to live forever in this mud body. I want to live forever in a glorified body. But as I'm thinking about this, all of a sudden, I mean, the Lord spoke to me, not an audible voice, but, Bub, it was so loud it may as well be. He said, absolutely not. You do not get in a med bed. You will lose your salvation. So there you go. That's the warning. At least that's what he told me, so I'm not getting in one. He goes on to say, we have a celestial chamber. The celestial chamber reatomizes the human body from head to toe, inside and out, in three minutes. Three minutes. We inherit ten genetic. See, they're talking about changing genetics. They're talking about changing our DNA. They're talking about changing our DNA from 100% human made in the image of God over to being in the image of the beast, okay, into the image of Lucifer. We inherit 10 genetic anomalies from our ancestors like diabetes, heart issues, defects depending on their lifestyle. All those issues are removed in the process. What did they just say? They just said they change our DNA. We don't inherit diseases from our ancestors, so the cell structure of the body is quite interesting. It goes to the mitochondria at the quantum level of the body structure. Then we go to the organs and the telomeres. Telomeres? Uh, that has to do with genes, okay, as in gene, as in DNA changing. It remaps the whole biological body in three minutes. What is that saying? It's saying they changed the DNA. It does one pass as the evaluation and analysis of the body. It finds any anomalies to repair. The process is used as 6D. It didn't explain what 6D is, but is that talking about six dimensions <laughs> rather than three dimensions like we live in now? The array uses holographic imaging as it scans. A person can see the holographic image of themselves from every aspect. Then you can literally design within reason certain areas of your body to change. 
For example, if you want to increase height, different bone structures, in other words, you want to look different, maybe you want to fix that nose or maybe you want to fix that cheek in your face, structures different, muscle structure, eye, hair, skin color, well, you can change all that. It shows you the finish changes before starting. The complete end result of what you would look like or like to look like, we give them counseling so that they get more comfortable with their choices because when reality sets in, there is such a difference. It sounds great. Yes, I'm going to be young again. But when reality hits, sometimes it's a different story. Not everybody is comfortable with the changes. So when you go into the chamber, you will lay down. The machine uses a melatonin exciter in the cranium. You go to a deep sleep. There are no incisions or electrifying fields. The system scans you to the smallest particle. It looks at your arteries, sees the blood flowing in your arteries. We see every operation within the internal structure of your body externally. Then, using controlled artificial intelligence, it scans the body in about a minute. Then it gives us a reading of your holographic image. It takes a minute and a half to repass and re-atomize your body or change your DNA. That's what they're saying, change your DNA. You might see a little light refraction in the telecon particle and plasma ray field that goes over your body. It's not much. Once it's done, you wake up with a new body. You could just repair or make changes or change your body to become immortal. Let's read that again. Or change your body to become immortal. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it. And shall desire to die, but death shall flee from them. There it is. So is the tribulation close? Uh, looks like it, doesn't it? A 90-year-old might decide to be 27 or 30. They'll still have the same memories and life's experiences if they're 90 years old. But those don't get removed. But now a 90-year-old is, say, 30 years old again. I know we've all thought, hey, that'd be, that'd be great to be 30 and be young again. Know what I know now? Well, maybe not. You have the wisdom of a 90 in a 30-year-old body. It's a big adjustment emotionally. That's why we talk with them and counsel them before they go through this whole process. They'll be younger than their grandkids in most cases, and some even younger than their great-great-grandkids. Now, they have no anomalies or defects. They don't age. That's a big responsibility for many on this planet. Some decide they don't want to be immortal, but they would like to be young again. So that's fine. But the aging is much slower. The second time around, because of the adjustments we've made on the genome and the genetic assembly of the body. So what happens is there's a lot we could do. What did they just say? They just said they're going to change our DNA. As in, we're not going to be made in the image of God anymore. We can be made in the image of Lucifer. He goes on to say, our brains have this reptilian gene. Wait a minute. Who is more subtle than the beast of the field? Uh, that would be Lucifer. And he was changed into a snake, right? And by the way, they say that they're coming from the Draco or Draco area of our solar system. What does that mean, Draco? Well, it means dragon. Okay, so our brains had this reptilian gene implanted us long ago, probably when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. Probably when they ate of the fruit, that that reptilian gene or the, the devil gene came into us, which is why if we do what is in our heart, the Bible says the heart of man is continually evil. Who can know it? Reptilian gene implanted us long ago. 
It is an aggressive gene causing us to be quick to temper and confront each other. That makes sense, doesn't it? In certain situations, we can remove that aggressive gene. Yeah, yeah don't believe it. The person doesn't become milk toast or anything. They just won't be so quick to get angry or confrontational and do bodily harm to others. That's a whole different understanding with the civilization. Once that's been corrected, it's going to be a whole different ball game understanding peace. This increases the bank capacity to 100%. I don't know of anybody on this planet that can handle that emotionally and physically. It's a different ball game. Our brains have been tuned down or turned down to around 10 or 12% of capacity. They're saying that this would go to 100% capacity. Now, let's go look at the Bible again. What did it say? Verse 7. Mighty men, men of war, neither one thrust each other. They fall on the sword, they're not wounded. Does that sound like what we're talking about? I think it does. Matthew twenty four thirty seven. But in the days of Noah, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Okay, what were they doing in the days of Noah? That's when the sons of God came down and saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. And they took wives all they chose. And in those days, they were living about 120. Well, I don't even want to get into that. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, the sons of God came into the daughters of men and bare children to them. And the same became mighty men which were of old. Now that word in the Hebrew for old means eternal. So apparently when the sons of God came down and mated with the daughters of men, they didn't inherit the gene of Adam and they were living forever. That's one of the other reasons that I believe that the flood had to happen because he had to remove all of those people that had that gene from the devil. Then you go on to Genesis 6, 9. It says, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. So he chose Noah not just because he was a preacher of righteousness, but because his genetic code had not been changed. So if it's that important, then it's got to be important now. It goes on to say the earth was also corrupt. I don't think... I think I don't think that's just talking about sin. Sin can be removed. But corruption, in other words, when the genes of the entire planet have been changed, except for Noah and his, the other seven people, God had to just destroy it. And that's, is in the days of Noah, when they were changing genes, when just about everybody were getting new DNA, kind of the same things happening today, isn't it? I know a lot of people watch our program have a prophetic calling. So my wife, Prophet Leslie, is going to put together the Train the Prophets program. You can find out all about it at traintheprophets.com. It's February the 19th, Friday, and she's inviting all apostles and prophets. If you believe you have a prophetic calling in your life, this schooling is a must. So what's the difference between School of the Prophets versus what we taught at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades? A lot. At the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, those were just basic introductory teachings. However, at School of the Prophets or TrainTheProphets.com, she's going to be teaching specifically how to get the anointing to transfer dreams and visions, prophesy accurately, give a word of knowledge and wisdom, get anointing and healing for healing, do deliverance, teach a message from the pulpit, how to take an offering, how to hear from the Lord, how to lead someone to the Lord, and also be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Go check it out, TrainTheProphets.com. February the 19th. 
Terry Salk is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much, he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy club. These days, emergency food is mostly sold out, but HeavensHarvest.com has all sorts of emergency supplies and food in stock. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN at HeavensHarvest.com. Promo code STAN. The Watchman Package. Get two two-foot by three-foot color updated charts, my handwritten book of the Book of Revelation, five DVDs where I taught the school of the Watchman, and five secret door books to understand Bible prophecy valued at $355, all for a gift of just $200 at prophecyclub.com. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.